Hey guys, just wanted to give you a heads up. We do discuss sexual abuse in this episode, so please take care when listening. So, welcome, Sontan, or better known as, uh, in the biz, Sonny. <laughs> Very true. Thank you so much, Indy. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you here. Yeah. And um, so, I've we met through a mutual friend. Yes. And then we moved in together. Yep. And we have just been fucking soul sisters, haven't we? We really have. Uh, like, just knowing you, the minute that I met you and saw you, we were just like, pff, instant. I reckon one time you were like... I think in a past life I was a witch. And I was like, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second. She said that with such conviction. <laughs> and I was like, I was also burned at the stake. Tell me. So yeah. tell us all what you do and how you got there. I know the backstory, but tell the listeners, doll. Well, where to start? Basically, I do energetic healing, really. Uh, so I get permission from the person's body, from the client to, yeah. to tap into their energetic system and to help them clear whatever it is that they need clearing around. So we go through the chakras. Really, we get rid of old baggage. So stuff from your childhood, stuff from relationships, anything that's like blocking you per se to yeah. being the person that you truly want to be and the person that you know you are and deserving of this life and yeah. the goddess warrior that you are. A hundred percent. And that's the thing. Basically, I really wanted to get into is talking about your intuition and completely knowing that your gut knows what's best for you. It already knows. It already knows. And I think yeah. that we, it, whether we're with a guy who is completely manipulating us or even just day-to-day -day things when people are like, oh, you're being silly or, yeah. oh, you shouldn't listen to that or all that sort of stuff. And I think we lose it. And I wish I knew before I turned 30 that your intuition is telling, screaming at you. <laughs> screaming at what? you saying, please, please listen to me. This isn't for your highest good or your highest self yeah. or the path that you're even supposed to take. Like we all have intuition for that reason. Mm. It's our own personal guiding voice, you know? So it's like, please listen yeah. to me. And, and it's so hard. It can be so hard in this day and age because you're exactly right. People, other people, other influences are telling you what's right for you, mm. but only you know, you know, only yeah. your soul knows only your intuition only you as a person and it's so so important so I'm so glad that you want to talk about this because I've got this strong passion as well to really want to help people to understand that intuition is key yeah and and you know that's your guiding voice what made you get to a point where you're like you were like no I'm going to study this and I'm going to do this as a life choice <laughs> what sort of got you there I think a lot of different things um same thing I had a lot of relationships that didn't work out can I get an amen <laughs> um yeah and it's hard it's that thing where time and time again I was like actually this isn't serving me and it just didn't feel right you mm. know and eventually I think I did listen to my intuition or that tugging feeling you know maybe at the time I didn't know it was my intuition but I was like for whatever reason I've got to go and I've got to go and study these these formats of healing and and coming back to self and number one let me say it's extremely hard mm. it's so hard mm. to dive into the depths and the darkness of yourself and to actually go there and to shine a light of going bing you know here I am this is you as your soul as your beautiful self um 
So it can be really, really confronting, but the absolute best thing you can ever do. And and through my own spiritual journey and healing journey, I suppose, I uncovered so much of my past, which made so much sense mm. of... Um, you know, I didn't even realize that I'd been sexually abused um, mm. at such a young age and all mm. of this came to the front. And since actually addressing it and going there mm. and being willing to actually sit with myself and pay attention to what my my guidance was telling me, that I'd been able to clear all of that crap and actually yeah. really be me mm. and really solid in who I am and and really just embracing life and all the beauty that it's got to offer. Yeah, absolutely. And do you think after uncovering all that stuff, it's made you be your true self in relationships going forward? Absolutely. Totally. Because one, not only has it made me be me, where before I was pretending, really, because I was covering over for so long. Mm. I didn't even really know the real me, Mm. you know, because I I was this version of me that was acceptable to everyone, Mm. even to myself. And so until I'd basically uncovered that and addressed it and sat with it and been okay with it, you Mm. know, which is really hard in itself, then I could actually be me and then open up on a whole other level um, to be ready for a relationship as well. Where before, because I'd gone through the abuse and then I found that I was actually, um, not that I was wanting to on a a conscious level, Mm. but subconsciously because I was vibrating, you know, this energetic frequency Mm. that I was actually then attracting relationships as well in that, that level of you know, narcissistic behavior Mm. or, you know, just relationships that weren't actually for my, myself, my highest good. Absolutely. And I think that we're almost taught from such a young age, those behaviors. And then we believe that that's the norm. Yes. That's what's normal. And then we go forward and we look for that in men. And then we justify those behaviors Mm -hmm. because we go, oh, well, maybe it's me then. Maybe Absolutely. I'm the problem because this has been my problem since day one. Yep. So it must be me. Yep. I must be the issue. And that's what hurts me so much, seeing younger girls going mm. through these relationships. And, like, I wish I could go back to my 23-year-old self and be like, he's not good for you, darling. Yeah. Like, you are not the problem. I will yeah, l- listen. <laughs> Uh, listen here, I was the problem a lot of the time, but I, I also wish that I could have stood my ground Mm. and went, no, that behavior is not okay. And I don't feel like I deserve that behavior. Mm. And so too often women just accept Accept that that. behavior because they think, oh, maybe I can't get any better or maybe I'm making him treat me this way. And when those red flags go off. And I, I remember being with my partner one time, and it's happened multiple, multiple times. Mm. And I was literally laying on the couch, and I look, I can vividly see it, still see it. I was laying on the couch, and I looked over at his shoe. I don't know why it was his shoe, but I looked over at his shoe, and I thought, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to, am I supposed to break up with this person? I don't wow. think I'm meant to be with this person. And then I literally went, oh, that's so silly. Don't think about that. That's so silly. And I moved on and I stayed in this relationship for another year oh. that I wasn't meant to be in. And yeah. it's because I thought I didn't. Isn't that wild? It's crazy. Oh, my gosh. It's so crazy. So imagine if you fully listen to your intuition within those moments. And you can do everything with love. You know, mm. it doesn't mean that you then have to go, oh, fuck you, see you later. Like, yeah. you know, you're not good for me. Bye. Yeah. Like, you can actually <laughs> do it, you know, just go, look, 
there's something that isn't feeling right or whatever mm. it is at the moment and and to send them on with love and mm. it, it, without going through these things yes then we actually can't also understand our boundaries or who we want to be or even what we want to call in and attract so although we can often go oh my gosh I wish I'd never done that I wish I'd never met that person 100% blah 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 I hate them whatever it is they've actually helped shape you kind of in a in a way you know what I mean it can be nasty to kind of think about that but at the same time without all of those other things without that man actually treating me badly or me realizing actually that's not what I want in a relationship I can't grow into the person that I am and have the strength to to be who I am and also being okay on my own you know yes, or with absolutely. A and I think that's a huge part of it is that mm-hmm. once you get being comfortable with yourself and who you are mm. and know your worth then you can like flourish and shine and and be happy to be in a relationship as well instead of needing to be in a relationship that's where I'm at the at the moment I'm yeah. really like I finally come to a place I mean I've been single for three weeks so <laughs> I love you you're the best settle down doll I'm literally like I think that I'm I think I'm good now like, because because of us being in lockdown and stuff like that yeah I haven't been able to go out and party. I haven't Mm. been able to go out and meet new guys. And I haven't really wanted to talk to anyone or anything like that. But it's finally allowed me for the first time in my life to lay in bed by myself and be like, Mm. okay, well, I need to self-soothe now. I need, to, I need to do this on my own. I'll roll over and have a cheeky little cry. And then I'll be... Like, there's nothing better than a cry. Do you know what? This makes me so hard. I'm literally in my seat, everyone, clapping my hands. Stop <laughs> clapping so it doesn't go through the microphone. But it's like, oh my gosh, just hearing you say that is so beautiful and so important because actually owning uh, your emotions and where you're at is such a huge part of being able to heal. And as you said, self-soothe. Like, you know, we would try to teach that to babies when they're oh, young. Yeah. Yeah, of yep. like, you know, helping them understand that that they're still held, you know, even though there might not be someone directly by your side, that it's still okay and you're still loved. Mm. And, and self-soothing really is about loving yourself and being okay with yourself and comforting your own self. Like, oh, come here, baby, and yeah. I'm going to be cuddled. You know, how beautiful. <laughs> Crying's awesome. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so talking about self-soothing, mm. this is not a segue at all, but let's, <laughs> I ask all my guests. Yes. What's their worst date they've ever been on or the worst date they've ever heard of? You don't want to tell yours, but... Hey, I'll tell it. Go on, then. Um, Weird fact about me is that I haven't been on that many dates. So, but this one is a key one that I I often am like, what? That was so weird. So, so me and this guy, let's call him Trevor. <laughs> I don't know why Trevor. <laughs> Sorry to any Trevors out there if you're listening. Trevor... Um, was overseas, quite big in the sport world. Oh, excuse me. And, excuse me. And um, I rem- we were talking back and forth, you know, chatting and doing all that thing. We had um, known each other, I suppose, a little bit outside of that as well. But this is the first time that we were going to catch up together as, as us. And anyway, this is sounding so cryptic. I just wanted to say... <laughs> Sonny telling this story right now, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, mouth to me who this is. Who is this person? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so, anyway, so I got up with some friends. We went to the pub. I had, like, one drink, and he was at his house. And then I get this text just as I'm about to leave saying, oh, hey, my parents are going to be here. Is that okay? And I was like, yeah. Like, me being me, you know, I was just like, 
yeah, yeah, that's fine. Thinking that's all right. They'll be somewhere else, you know, in the house, whatever. Maybe they've dropped something off. I don't know. Like, so I was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'll be over in a sec. Get in the cab and go over. And then he meets me out the front, which is really nice. But then we walk in and his mum's literally just sitting in the kitchen and his dad's sitting on the lounge. Like, and I was like, hi, you know, and this is honestly like the first date, I suppose, that we'd, we'd been on. We hadn't done anything before that. We hadn't really met each other outside of a work kind of environment. And He's I was like, Sonny, the parents. And parents, I really Sonny. had a heart attack. And then we sat down on the lounge and, and proceeded to watch television with his dad. And I was so awkward. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what to do right now. I was just like, oh, making small chat. And I was just like, oh, no, I just... It was so cringeworthy and I still look back on that moment just going, what was I doing and what was I thinking and and just going through these weird motions and I was so confused then about our relationship because I'm like, but we're not in a relationship and all we've done really is talk and, yeah. but now I'm meeting the parents and yeah. I'm like, okay, what's happening? Like I was so confused yeah. and so just like, ah. And, anyway, and then, oh, and then he goes, oh, do you want to, you choose what to watch? And I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm going to choose when your dad's sitting there and your mother's in the kitchen and I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, no, no, this is fine. This is cool. You're like, Ooh. how about we chuck on 50 Shades of Grey and see what happens? I know. <laughs> Am I supposed to hold his hand? Am I not? I like, how much has he told his parents? I've got no idea. It was just like, I oh. love this story because Sonny is like, <laughs> she is the most loving, caring, beautiful person. There's no way, like if that was me, I would have been like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on here? I would have been like, oh, I've got a bit of, my IBS is playing up, I've got to go. Like, there is no way I would have stayed there. But I could just see Sonny sitting there being like, yep, yeah, no. Mum comes out. <laughs> Would you like a casserole, doll? So I like, ah, sounds beautiful. Sounds, sounds beautiful. great. You know what? Give me two serves. That'd be great. <laughs> well, Sonny actually met her, her partner. Yes. In the most magic. Can tell that. I think that's a great story. I would love to tell that. Because that's very like that is that is meant to buoy. That was wild. So I mentioned briefly about going off to study healing things. So yes. Like, yeah. Um, which is known as the spiral. So it's basically going through your chakras, especially childhood, any childhood baggage, um, and releasing the main emotions around that, like fear, dogma, guilt, mm-hmm. all of that. And we go through a whole level, um, goes for eight sessions. And for whatever reason, I was like, nah, I just know I've got to go and do this thing. Mm-hmm. We were like studying it up in Byron Bay and I was like, okay, you know, whatever. And I had like no money at the time, right? So I was really, okay, universe, if I'm supposed to go and do this, then please just somehow give me the money. And sure enough, like not long before it, I got a TV commercial and I was like, what? Okay, that's it. I'm going. I think I had two weeks to quickly like tell them, yes, I'm here, put my down payment and next second went up to Byron Bay. And, but the funny thing was in between the lady that I had already gone through the spiral journey with, Mm -hmm. um, who took me through it. She sent a message like the day before or something to me and this other person, like it was like a little group message saying, oh, I hope you both have the best time, something, something. I'm, it was really cryptic and really weird. And mm. I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, and had a look and I was like, I don't even know who this other person is. That <laughs> She's, so she's like messaged me in the group chat with. And so I was like, oh, yeah, can't wait to meet you all. It should be fun. Like, you know, think, I don't know. Anyway, I did a little stalkeroonie as you do, like going, who is this person? And I couldn't see really who it was because his profile picture had a bag over his head. So I'm like, 
Okay, but then, you know, a little bit further investigation, I'm like, oh, he seems quite cute and very, you know, very open. And so I was like, nice, okay, I know the picture. I know who to look out for yeah. thanks to this person that's put us in touch. So anyway, plane lands. I'm up in Byron Bay, grab my car, race to the to the area that we're going to go and study in. And um, I'm there chatting with these people and then I look up and ding, there I see the guy that the messy and I literally the guy with the bag, with the bag <laughs> through it. I could tell because he had a bag on his <laughs> no. there's that guy and he was directly opposite me but on like you know the yeah. other side of the path and so I which I never do right I cut these people off mid-sentence who I was standing yeah, chatting no, with yeah, yeah, yeah. and I just said I'm really sorry I said but I'll be back in a second there's someone over there that I have to go say hi to and so I left the conversation you'd never spoken to this guy before in your life no except for that random tiny yay it should be great you know Mm. on messenger and he was just like yay looking forward to it and that was it like we didn't do anything else insane and then I went over and I was just like hi I'm Sonny and I was like you're Dan right (laughs) like I was like so and so put us in touch and he was like yeah yeah and we just clicked and it was the most insane thing I can tell you was that just chatting to him felt like I'd come home. Mm. It's the only explanation I can say. Like it wasn't like this crazy, you know, that you hear, oh, people have this crazy chemistry and it's off the charts and yeah. rah, rah. We, there was definite chemistry there, but it wasn't like that. It was like this. It's like a safety almost. Yeah, it was like this beautiful safety knowing. It was a knowing, oh, like yeah. an absolute knowing. And it was so gut. bizarre. That it gut was, feeling. It was gut. Yeah. yeah. It's come full circle. <laughs> <laughs> it was a gut. And anyway, so like we were just inseparable almost from that moment. Um, did all the training together and then, you know, got back and... I basically moved in almost straight away with him and it was just off the charts, really beautiful, really amazing love and crazy. We we both knew, like he knew as well, like, and he at, up there at the time, because you have to go through and do manifestation clears and clears and everything. Mm. He turns to me on this day that we went for a walk and he goes, we're going to have kids together. And I said, I know. What the fuck? I think that was technically day... <laughs> this is going to freak everyone out. I think that was day four. Day three, Sounds we told good. each other we loved each other. <laughs> and it was like... Fuck. And then I would also like to say that we have a beautiful boy now. He's so joy. Like, so they did have kids, guys. So we did. And it was at the time he said, too, he said, when you're 36. And I was like, at the time, I'm like, geez, that's like not very far away. Because yeah. it was like a year yeah. later. And sure enough, it was like before my 37th birthday, so I was still 36, our little guy came along. That's insane. So, Sonny, you're like, you're full-blown psychic. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I am, but you are as well. Yeah. We're both both pretty great. Yeah. We're both pretty psychic but you like I messaged Sonny and I said look I'd love to absolutely love to get you on she said that's so weird I had a dream you messaged me last night um that we we're going to do an interview together <laughs> just like so blase I I think you have tapped in so heavily into your intuition to your gut that now that's just conversations that you have you're just like oh what do you mean yeah I I dreamt that yeah it's like yeah yeah I knew that I was waiting for your call yeah, yeah I was like, like what I love, I love- so basically what I want to talk about is how do you listen to your gut? Mm. What are the steps you can take to know whether to know whether you're working from fear from yeah. a past relationship or whether it's your intuition and your gut telling you 
you need to yeah. listen here. And this isn't just for relationships. This is really for, for anything. Everything. Anything. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, I completely agree because so, it's so true. I listen, I try to tap into my intuition yeah. at any given moment because realistically that's there to guide you, for you, for your highest good, for you to live life so yeah. freely and beautifully and effortlessly. Yeah. Um, and so for me, one of the key things is, is if you feel peaceful Mm. when you think of something so it's like that for me is massive so Mm. it's like if I'm thinking of something and it's full of anxiety and angst and and basic fear you know then it's for me it doesn't feel right but Mm. if the minute I drop in and and it's all about also I think to get there to start with meditation is great having moments of silence is so important because being silent helps get you out of your head because your head is this ego-driven, you know, thing, which, you know, obviously we all understand and that's a part of life as well. But it's also of then trying to disassociate your ego from your actual intuition because they're totally separate things. Um, So something that I've actually started doing recently, because it's funny that this comes up because um, I was having, I wouldn't say an argument, but an interesting conversation. <laughs> a heated um, discussion. A heated discussion with someone um, online. Yeah. And and instantly I could feel like me just wanting to show them my point of view and being like, you know, no, you're wrong, you know, blah, 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 like, because they were quite attacking as yeah. well, you know. Yeah. And so I instantly wanted to like almost attack back. And I just sat for a second and I was like, well, hold on. What, what's my ego wanting me to do here? So I actually asked it and I said, what's my ego wanting me to do? I was like, fuck you. Yeah, you know, you're wrong, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm listening to that and I'm hearing you. What is my gut telling me? And I actually said, what is my soul telling me? Which was a whole other kind of mm. level. So it went from, you know, like my heart to my gut, to my intuition, to my that. soul. And I said, what's my soul telling me about this person and what I should do to, in response? And then suddenly I was like, I just felt so sorry for the person, yeah. you know. I instantly was like, oh, this person is just trying to do the best they can. Mm. They're just really needing to show up in their way and try to be right. And and I was instantly like, you know what, it's okay. Like, And I felt sorry for this person. Yeah. And instead of feeling anger towards them, I actually, you know, wanted to send them love. So Yeah, you have empathy. That, I have empathy and I was like, you know what, it's okay. And I was like, oh, that poor person's just struggling on their own, trying to get by in life like mm. everyone else is. Yep. And so that completely changed the way I would respond yeah. or react. And, and it was actually really beautiful. And again, I felt so at peace then mm. with the decision to write them one last thing of saying, you know, I'm hearing you. I've never responded to you aggressively or anything. I'm now cutting off this conversation. And I said, uh, that weren't my exact words, but I basically said, I'm I'm ending this here and I wish you all the best, yep. you know, and I just wanted to send them love instead of like... Love and light, doll. <laughs> keep, keep going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so that for me is such a great thing to just do because one, it gives the ego some space to actually tell, to have its voice, yeah. to be like, I want to this is what I want, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, okay, cool. And sure, you can respond that way if you want, Mm. but then you can also tap in and go, okay, what is it that my soul's telling me to do? Mm. What is it that my intuition, you know, is saying, oh, okay, that's totally different. And it can feel so different. And then the choice is still yours as to what path you want to take. Yeah. Yeah. That's so incredible (laughs) because it is, because I, um, 
if you haven't noticed, have quite a fiery temper when I'm in a relationship. <laughs> and I think that when you're in those fights and when you're in those moments, really taking a second to be like, okay, what am I even fighting about here? Mm. What am I, what am I so angry about? And yeah. then I guess by talking to yourself and piecing that together, that sort of conversation with yourself gets you thinking, okay, well, he's sort of had that conversation with me and he's used that behavior towards me. And because a lot of the time, I'll get into fights. You'll scream, you'll scream, you'll scream. You have makeup sex, which is fucking great. And then you forget about the fight. And then the behavior happens again. And then that behavior happens again. And then you get into this cycle. So what you just said is just, instead of having the fight and then getting over it, maybe in the moment, taking yourself away, which I don't know how to do, but taking yourself away and going, okay, what's happening here? And then identifying these cycles that are happening and maybe you can get out a little quicker. Absolutely. And one of the things you you just saying that then, I'm going, I don't know how. I know it sounds like cliche and everyone always says it, but just breathe. Yeah, it's yeah. actually huge. Yeah. You know, everyone's always like, yeah, 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 I know how to breathe. Yeah, sure, we know how to breathe. But, like, you need to breathe down into your gut and actually give, because that gives you the space, that gives you the moment, yeah. that gives you tapping back into your actual self as opposed to just an automatic reaction yeah. um, place. So it's... Breathing is so vital and so important and and I really can't like praise it enough yeah. because it really just brings you centered yep. and grounded and without being from a reactionary place. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So if someone came to you and they were going through, say they come to you and said, I've, I'm going through the same cycles, I've gone mm-hmm. through a breakup, what's, what's it, what would be a typical, I don't know if every session is the same, but what would be a typical thing that you would take them through the greatest thing is, well, one, everyone is different, but two, there is some usual pinpoint moments. So often people will be having problems in their relationship, but it's not necessarily their relationship or or what that person in the relationship is coming from. It's usually stemming way, 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 way back from something from childhood. And that's a reaction. That could be one of their first moments of understanding love or understanding fear or neglect or abandonment. And so it's not until we actually pinpoint that and then help shift and move that yeah. because it's like, it's just an emotion and an emotion is energy in motion. So anything we can actually shift and move. Oh my God, excuse so. me. <laughs> I love that. So, so, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's a wonderful thing, but it's the scary thing for people yeah. to actually be brave enough to go, okay, I'm ready. I don't want this in my life anymore. I do want to make a positive change and I'm ready and willing to to go into, you know, the perceived darkness mm. to be able to have that lightness and shift and move it. So mm. so often, yeah, we'll go in and I'll just try and pinpoint um, where it is that you're stuck or that you're, you've got yeah. a barrier around. And the minute that you do that, like people just, oh, they feel it, they can shift and move it. It's mm. just like... Oh, you see it and you feel it. There's a huge like weight that's actually gone yeah. and lifted. And you hear people all the time say, oh my gosh, I've finally been on a date or, you know, I've come out to tell people I'm gay or, you know, yeah. I'm actually having a great relationship and it may not even be with someone else, but even just with themselves. Yeah, and that's 100%. the main thing of being able to have a beautiful relationship with yourself. Yeah. I'm just saying this in case people want to come and see you. But how many <laughs> sessions does it usually take? Because we've done spiraling before we have, and it yes. was incredible. It's wild. It was like 
I was seeing white beams. I was seeing, <laughs> like, uh, we were talking about past lives. Past lives, yeah. It was so insane. It- I was like, oh, yeah, I was on the Titanic. No. <laughs> My name was Billy and I was on the Titanic. I, but we were. We were going into past yeah. lives and stuff like yeah. that. It was – and it's kind of crazy to think that you do hold on to this for so, so long. Mm. And I think it's funny. My sister messaged me the other day and um, my family, like, you know, we're all just so open with each other. And she, I was talking about abandonment issues on the first episode and she messaged me and she's like, oh, do you reckon that comes from dad leaving? And I'm like – well, my dad didn't leave for starters. He, but they just, they had a divorce when I was four. But I didn't really think about that. I thought, no, I don't think so. I think I dealt with that pretty well and whatever. And then I went, wait a minute, Indy, you're four. Yeah. So how well could you really have dealt with that? And then I, I always thought it came from the first relationship of mm. being mistreated and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But when you really think about it, you pick up on these things of when you're four years old. So like my ex this is going to show how crazy I am right now but my ex-boyfriend so he used to work night shift and if I didn't wake up to a message from him in the morning saying hey Bob I'm home now I'm going to sleep I my my instinct my first thing I would think was he's dead what is wrong with me like that's the first thing I would think it's horrible that's the first thing I think that someone's gone or something yeah Um, my my emotion is to go dramatic and mm. to go the worst situation could yeah. possibly happen. That's my go-to. That's my instinct, right? So then I was talking to my mum and I was like, this is so weird. Like, why do I say that to him? Like, I obviously he's just gone home and gone mm. to sleep. And she said, that's so funny because when you were four or five, if she went out shopping mm. and we were at home with like my brothers and sisters, I would call her three or four times and say, where are you? Where? Are, what street are you on? Come home. It, I was just so attached mm. and constantly thought something horrific was going to happen to her. Yeah. And it's, that's probably what we, should, what we need to work <laughs> for. Yeah. But it's, it's the small things that you don't even realize. Like if I didn't have that conversation with my mom, I wouldn't have known that those behaviors have happened to me since I was four years old. Absolutely. Like, and the thing is your adult brain can, can go, no, that's ridiculous. And be mm. like, why would it be anything from that? Or, or I'm just being overdramatic, mm. you know, as you say, but but the fact is that your body, that's what your body has like clocked onto yeah. and gone, oh, this is what happens. This From when you're four years old, yeah. you know, it's like, this is what happens. I know this. And your body still holds it within your system yeah. unless you can help shift and move it and change that story, that narrative. Yeah. You know, because otherwise it's your brain might think that it knows and it's like I understand I'm being silly I'm being dramatic but your body is still reacting on that fight or flight mode and it's just like it's like malfunction so talk about that a little more so what do you mean when it's it's in your body so I know that you work through chakras so talk about that a little Mm -hmm. because maybe some listeners don't aren't spiritual or don't know about that I don't even know if that's a spiritual thing I assume it is is it well yeah Yeah. I mean you know I I think that it is because some people don't yep. necessarily know about it. Yep. Um, I don't know. I suppose that's a great question. It's becoming more known now yep. and it's not as, you know, looked upon yep. as, oh, that's some weird voodoo spiritual yeah. business. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it works, people. It works. The voodoo works. It definitely <laughs> does. It's wild. It's so cool. <laughs> Blows my mind every time. Yeah. yeah, so, so, yeah tell us what, the, what, what you work through in the body and, and what you mean by uh, trauma is held in the body. So trauma can literally be held in the body and it can be known as a 
dis-ease within the body. Mm. So we talk a lot about diseases, yeah. which can also come from from emotional things. But a lot of um, emotions are kept within the body. It could be, oh, you know, when you've got like a pain in your shoulder or your yeah. neck or something or, or your leg, that can actually be emotions mm. that are holding on to various parts of your body. Now, mm. in Chinese medicine and things, there's a whole meridian points which associate with emotions. And so we also work with that. Yeah. Um, with emotions and holding certain pressure points like acupressure. And so it's known within, you know, the ancient Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicines and all of that, um, I suppose more holistic um, medicines, that emotions and the body, everything's one. So it's it's not as though, oh you know, my body, my foot sore, so I'm just going to treat my foot. Mm. Okay, well, why is your foot sore? Mm. You know, what happened? And then often you can find out, like, when people were four or something, they might have kicked a soccer ball wrong. Yes. And, and so they've got this fear around, mm. you know, it's actually an emotion where yeah. physically it might be okay, but there's yeah. an emotion that's yeah. also then attached. And so it's it's the body is this beautiful, magical thing yeah. which – you really do need to look at as a whole as opposed to just the one thing. And there's there's a great book um, out there if anyone is really interested. It's called The Body Keeps the Score. And um, that's basically talking a lot about what we're talking about now of how the body can hold on to things for so long. So that's how I didn't know I was sexually abused until, Mm -hmm. you know, the age 30, you know, 30 plus. Like because, one, it's too traumatic for my brain to mm. want to know about, to mm. think about, and because it happened when I was so young. Yeah. Um, but then your body knows, so it instantly reacts or recoils or, mm. you know, certain things would happen. My period was, you know, crazy, and until I'd found out yeah. what had happened, then it actually switched onto a whole other cycle. Like, mm. the body's just it's crazy phenomenal yeah and so so there's a lot of things that you know you might be having a bad back but it might actually be because you're holding on to anger or you're holding on to like a stress right absolutely like all through the back all through the shoulders you're always it's always the same trigger points so it's it's actually amazing Mm. and yeah so through this work um and my partner's a kinesiologist so he does a lot of that sports related yeah. injuries and things like that as well yeah so it's just actually going oh okay not just looking at the injury but also mainly the emotions mm. that could be associated with that and why they might be held within the body and to be able to help release it yeah that's incredible it's so cool sonny also um does a lot of talking about like the work that you do in the body you do a lot of work with the children's hospital as well yes yeah. so what do, like is that what do they get you to do there because so, obviously that just shows how much this really is helping people well it's actually amazing so my work in the children's hospital is usually there to bring fun and laughter and happiness to all of the children and families yeah. which is awesome and it's really really special in its mm. whole other accord because that as well as just saying how much positivity can actually yes. help heal you as well you know and laughter yeah. and enjoyment and yeah. and doing the things that you actually love helps the healing process just go so much quicker yeah. it's off the charts um but through my own work and I suppose luckily I've got an incredible boss that knows what else I do um and randomly well I suppose not randomly yeah you know, no everything, everything happens <laughs> um, they the hospital contacted my boss saying you know can we have some people to talk about health and well-being for the mm. staff members during the COVID lockdown because they were struggling a lot and they know that 
um, the work that we do focuses on positive distraction, yeah. really. Um, and so, yeah, so I was lucky enough to be asked to do some talks and then that one talk turned into like multiple talks and then, yeah, yeah I've been um, doing some health and wellbeing courses for the, all of Sydney Children's Hospital, which is so nice. That's insane. And it's so nice to see that this world is coming into Yes. Like, you you know what I mean? Like, the two worlds are coming together and they're really seeing the benefit oh. of the emotional work that goes... It's massive. Yeah. It's actually huge. And I think you pinpointed it really, really well before when you were saying because of lockdown, mm. you've almost had no choice but to yeah, look at yourself. Yeah, sit in your shit. <laughs> and I, yeah, and I really actually genuinely believe, and people might, you know, crucify me for this, but I think it's that's a really beautiful thing that has come out is that so many people have actually had to mm. sit with themselves and address themselves yep. as opposed to going out to pubs and putting a Band-Aid over yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Like with COVID has been fucking terrible for a lot horrible. of people. Yeah. Uh, horrible, horrible. But I guess if, you try, if we can try and look at the light in any way, yeah. it really has sat there. You know, a lot of my friends are now saying – well, I don't know if I want to work nine to five mm. in an office. Actually, I'm pretty miserable in the job that I'm in right now because yes. you've got to step you that you've been given the time to step away from what you were doing, mm. and even at the even would do, being able to do a workout in the morning before and then you get to start work or mm. going for a morning coffee and having that moment to watch the sunrise or watch the sunset and all that. So it's the smallest things, but yeah. I feel like we're coming back yes. to what feels natural to us. I completely agree. And everyone's like, maybe this isn't the life for me. And I yeah. think that if we can take one thing away, I know it's been horrible. It's mm. been terrible. People have lost businesses, but if we can try and look at one good thing that maybe it is we're sort of coming back to ourselves a little bit in a way absolutely I completely agree with that because I think the almost shutdown of the world Mm. has has not enabled you to to fill your life up with so many things Mm. you know that that can then distract you from from what it is at your core that it's yeah. actually saying. So again, it kind of comes back to your intuition. Yeah. You're actually able to come back to self and your intuition and who you are as a person and what it is you want in life and what it is you want to make of this life yeah. that you've been given. So That's what I was thinking what you said before. Um, and I was like, fucking hell, imagine. So <laughs> <laughs> imagine if you listened to your intuition every time. Oh. Oh, fuck. I'd be, I would be, I would be a space person. <laughs> I literally would – I'd be on the moon by now. Like, could you imagine if you actually – and then i come back to what you said before. You have to go through the pain. You have to go through it. You but fuck me. Yeah. Imagine if you could for a minute. It's... I'd be a mad scientist or something. I love you. I love... So if you could say three or four things, mm-hmm. a, a boss bitch way to get through a breakup, <laughs> what are your – when you're going through a breakup and now mm. with your teachings, what are some amazing ways to move through a breakup uh, easier and quicker? Oh. Not easier because I feel like... like it's don't... always going to be hard. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And number one key thing that I would say is allow yourself to actually feel mm. that sadness, that loss, that, you know, whatever it actually is. And it doesn't mean that you need to wallow in it. Yeah. Absolutely not. But I think there is something so powerful in giving yourself permission to be upset, 
and giving yourself permission to actually feel and giving yourself permission to grieve the loss of what you had Mm. to free that space up because otherwise like we were talking about that's going to be stuck within the body somewhere because you haven't released it Mm. and then chances are that's going to overflow onto your next relationship and you don't want that you know you want to be you as the boss ass bitch that you are, <laughs> you like to say, and and fully available, like and giving and receiving mm. in a relationship in a whole new way, instead of dragging your crap through, mm. you know, because you don't actually need to. Yeah. So that would be a huge thing that I would suggest is to actually, and it can be scary because no one wants to feel yeah. it, right? Yeah. No one wants to fully feel it, mm. but. Another great thing that I've learned is that emotions, when you actually feel it at its full level, its full height, last no more than I think it's 90 seconds. Now, isn't that amazing? Yeah. So it's like, okay, we, we block our emotions mm. and our feelings so much because we're so scared to dive into it. Yeah. But it's like, actually, if we give it the space, it's going to go up. It's going to be hectic for like maybe the most 90 seconds yeah. and then it's going to start to come down again. Yeah. So, you know, everything, this too shall pass is something yeah. that I love hearing and I love saying and I love, you know, yeah. I'm like, no matter what, this too shall pass, no matter how shit it is yeah. or how great it is. Yeah, that's you know, right. This too shall pass. And so everything is in a fluid motion. Mm. So number one, let yourself feel it. Um, number two, this is weird. It's not. Go on, it, it may not be weird. I'm not sure. I'm going to say it. But a lot of people will cut their hair after a breakup. Right? 100%. I say do it. Get and the, bangs. The reason why I say <laughs> I've done that. Oh, the reason why I say do it is because energetically, apparently, hair holds on to um, energies. And so it's like. Without us knowing, I'm like, people are so amazing. So without us knowing on a subconscious level, people are already going to cut that crap out and energetically leave it behind. Oh, my God, I love that. Yeah, so it's actually a thing. So, you know, even if it's just a tiny trim, go and do it because energetically you're there shifting and moving um, any old relationships or past trauma or whatever it is from that relationship. And so that's why so often people will go and change up their hairstyle. I think that's mad. How cool is that? Yeah, I love that. I'm just like, that's actually awesome. I did get bangs once though. <laughs> yeah, I think and I did too. And my face does not suit bangs. <laughs> but now you know. Now I know. I've got a forehead the size of a fucking 20 cent piece. A beautiful forehead. <laughs> it's tiny. And my bangs were like in front of my face. <laughs> it was fucked. Honestly, it was fucked. Okay, so maybe do some research before you go and get yourself a haircut. But I just find that so fascinating. 100%. It's like... Very, very interesting. And then uh, number three, do some self-soothing practices, I suppose, and really tap into your intuition at any time that you can. If you're still feeling a huge grudge against someone or you feel like you haven't been heard in a relationship, hot tip to write out a letter to them and burn it. Don't send it (laughs) to them. (laughs) You may be getting, you know, some court case or something happening afterwards. So (laughs) hot tip, don't send it. But energetically, again, that releases it and it's done. And then if you feel okay and clear and, you know, maybe in time, you then might want to call in what it is that you're actually seeking and what you're wanting in a relationship or even for yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, just be visualize the person that you want to be. How you want to be, what you've got, what you're achieving, you know, and write it out. And again, you know, do it to yourself of being almost like, manifesting what yeah, you want. almost manifesting what you want. And again, you can burn it if you wish, or like, 
you know, do that. But I find burning it really releases it out. It's done and you're like, oh, that's done. Great. It's I'll very go, witchy. Go have myself a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> I burnt the shit out of that. Now let's go have a cup of tea. Hey, they burn us at the stake. We'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll burn the papers. Yeah. <laughs> Something that reminds me of you always too is that, that beautiful say, I don't know if you remember, but you went to write it. Um, once you went to paint it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um... We are the daughters of the witches you no. We are the granddaughters of the witches you couldn't burn. Yeah. Oh, that rings, that rings within me. Even you saying it, I the lo- room <laughs> just feels more powerful right now. No, I know we're probably getting a bit wild for like no, some people. Out there, I don't give a yeah. shit. People have dropped off. They're like, "What the fuck are we witches, listening to?" I'm out. See, am I? <laughs> yes, exactly. Chakras is that, but yes. Oh my gosh, and it does. Every time you say it, it's like you get this whole hundred percent. It's beautiful. Write down your feelings, mm-hmm. hold space for your emotions. Absolutely. And cut that fucking hair, girl. <laughs> if you're feeling the cut, like honestly, it's just so I can't describe how once I heard this and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. And that's why everyone goes to get a haircut once they've had a breakup. Not only does it make you feel refreshed and more beautiful, but yeah. you know, it's just like getting rid of that. Those energy. revenge photos, you're like fucking <laughs> Me with my bangs, revenge photos. He was like, fucking thank God I got rid of that. <laughs> Catch you later. Oh, my gosh. Jesus. I think I just would really like to really keep home the point of just saying women, men, whoever, mm. whoever you are, like you are beautiful as you are mm. and it's okay to be single. And, in fact, it's it's a very important part of life, I think, yeah. because until you can come – and love yourself and be true to yourself and honour yourself mm. the way that you want to be honoured and treated, then no one else really will do that for you. Yeah. And it's so important to to hold space for yourself because then not only that, you've got clear boundaries for yourself. <gasps> My God, boundaries. Boundaries of what is right for you, what's not right for you, yeah. and really honour that because mm. that can be one of the scariest and hardest things to honour, but one of the most empowering and vital things because yeah. if you're just letting anyone walk all over you mm. and treat you like crap or whatever it is or even if it's not they they treat like crap there's something there that that you're not feelings right yeah and you know you've got to honor that and then that makes space for the actual person to be there and makes space for yourself to love yourself even more oh we're gonna leave it there because that was fucking beautiful (laughs) oh my god but sonny tell us where um where we can follow you where we can find you um, all that fun stuff. Sure. So you can find me on energyandsoul.com.au. So look me up there. You can send me a little note or book in, whatever. Also on Instagram, Energy and Soul, um, the Instagram, or you can follow me at suntan.hopson. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And, and also, if you go, Sonia is the most incredible, amazing. You will feel so uh, heard, held. <laughs> another word that starts with h hot <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah baby um but yeah so go and see her if, if you hear this and you're like wow that really hits home with me go and see her because you won't be sorry thank you so much sonny for coming i appreciate you so so much let's go get shwaishin <laughs> So that was Sonny and all things spiritual healing. I really hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. I love being around Sonny's energy. She's just an incredible human being. Um, If anything from this conversation, you know, 
pinpointed anything to you or resonated with you, uh, feel free to reach out to me and message me. Um, I'm always open up for a chat and I can always pass those questions on to Sontan as well. Um, I really hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Thank you so much for listening again. I can't wait for the next episode to come out. So again, please like, review, share this podcast with anyone that you know, your mom, a friend that's going through a breakup, your brother, your postman, your sister's piano teacher, whoever you know, someone is walking along the street. So excuse me, what are you listening to? Well, it's not Guess Who's Single again, so you should listen to that. Until next time, thanks so much again, and I can't wait to speak to you all soon. Ciao for now.